0: Every team, every topic, everywhere, this is
1: Believe.
0: What is up, everybody? Welcome back to another episode of Bears Blurs and Bots. Been a while since we've been on, but we are back. Will, what's up?
1: A lot is up, man. Um... Yeah, so we are recording this right now. We're going to record, hopefully, this, Bears, and Bots before the Dayton game. So at this point, Loyola has played six games since the last talk. Man, that's a lot. Uh, two and four, but some positive some positive uh, play outside of the results, um, which I hate to say, but it's the truth. Um, huge game tonight. So Crut, I believe, is going to. Attempt to uh, watch this Dayton game here in a bit, and we're going to recap. Um, we're going to recap it for everyone. So, uh, Krut, how are you doing, man? It's been home a bit.
0: Good, good. Excited to watch the Ramblers today. Um, haven't been able to watch a ton of games. Obviously, we went to that DePaul game, but now yeah. we had, we had some time off here uh, out in out in Mito. I got a little VPN going. So we're gonna we're going to uh, see what we can do on, on this ESPN stream, um, hoping expecting a good crowd tonight. I think we're gonna have a good yeah. crowd. I think that's kind of the the best thing that I have seen on you know in socials and things like that. the The, the crowds are still there. There's still a lot of people at the games. People are still, um, you know, people are still loving it. Even though obviously it's a down year. Um, and that's what you like to see. That's what you like to yeah. see it means, you know, people people have faith in this team. Um, you know, people's people's fanhood are 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 strong. Um so let's get one tonight.
1: Yep. Yep, obviously the last time played Dayton was an absolute barn burner in Ohio. Um that was a late late start tonight. You know, it's our first first action of uh A10 Friday nights, man, and uh ESPN2 obviously a big game. I'm sure. I, w- I wish I was able to be there. And, you know, I'm sure Rogers Park was was pretty cool this week, and uh, it could be a huge momentum gainer for uh, the remaining schedule ahead. So we'll see. Let's uh, let's knock out some bears and bots right now, and then uh, Blur, blurs will uh, recap everything. BetOnline remains
0: your number one source for all your sports betting needs this season. Everything from pro and college basketball to UFC and MMA. You'll always find the latest odds, team matchup info, player news and game trends at BetOnline, with live betting options, free contests and live scores for almost any sport or game imaginable.
1: BetOnline is truly the fastest and easiest way to bet all your favorite leagues and events. Head to the website today or use your mobile device join and receive your 50 percent welcome bonus with your first deposit make sure you use promo code believe that's b-l-e-a-v to receive your rewards bet online where the game starts <laughs> correct um guess some some short bears here since we last talked there's been some slight updates I mean obviously last time we broke down some some draft options for you um obviously and receiving the number one overall pick but uh you said you, you've seen some things and have some uh have some takes off of that
0: there's a lot of lot of uh conspiracy going around the bears might trade justin fields I've been sent numerous uh Screenshots, videos of people saying, you know, might make sense for the Bears to trade Fields, not Poles pull, not pulls, guy, yada yada yada. I don't, I don't think they're true. I don't think he'll be traded. Um, I think that that is good for the Bears to get that out there. Yeah. So that teams have to sweat a little bit, like your Colts. That's- who need a quarterback desperately? Um, we need a lot of things desperately, but yeah. <laughs> but um, I also they- don't. I also don't think the Bears are going to be like just this trade. You know, every just everybody come to us and we'll just we'll just get the best deal out of it, you know. I just don't think that's going to happen either. I, you know, I don't know. I don't know what's going to happen. I have a feeling. I have a really bad feeling that the Bears are just going to take the, the first pick and just pick a guy, you know, which, <laughs> that's which not, that's not what you want. Yeah. I mean, it's not bad, but like, I just have a feeling we're not going to, you know, really capitalize on this, this position we're in. Um, and you know, it would just, it would be just classic. So, um, I don't know.
1: So I'm, I'm pretty much in the dark on this outside of podcasts. Um, how much would you credit these rumors to your, your friend big cat for uh saying he's he's putting smoke screens out there raising the value of a few of your, did, and, you know, and pick in general i should say but
0: even like even like i'm in this bears community on twitter which is you know it's actually pretty nice on a game day you just go in there and it's just like a bunch of guys like me or just random yeah. people that just put a bunch of thoughts in there some of them You know, are are crazy. Some of them are all right. You know, look at the comments or whatever. A lot of people like at this point. I think it's just people trying to stir stuff up. Like the Bears, obviously, were not relevant during the playoffs. Didn't make the playoffs. Didn't have you know a statistical good year. People are just trying to make the Bears relevant. I think trying to oh, they're not going to trade Justin Fields. They're going to draft a quarterback. If we did that, that would be
1: terrible. Do 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 you understand like the side of it where you know they are telling their their journalists or just putting it out there in one way or the other that they're not afraid of taking the number one mm-hmm. overall quarterback in, in their eyes, right, so right. that people will give up more. So,
0: but I um, hope that behind the closed doors, they're they're talking with Fields and saying, "Hey, like you're good." Yeah, we're we're just doing this to do this. And, yeah. and I don't know. I don't know if they are or not. But hopefully, because I I was, I don't know, you know, I'm not, you know me, I'm not necessarily just Justin Fields gung-ho, you know. I've had some doubts. And I'm sure a lot of people in, in Chicago have had some doubts. But I do think last year he showed us he was tough. He battled through some injuries. He wants to play. That's that's a quality a Bears got to have. Um, and you know, I think he's he's going to get better as a passer. He's going to get better as a passer, and w- combine that with the with the running and things like that. It's going to uh, hopefully it's going to open up. And once we get some receivers for him, and I know a lot of people are saying that, but I, I just I hope I hope we can get him some help a little bit on the offensive line. Um, you know, Montgomery, I don't know if we're going to sign Montgomery back or not. I don't, I, I haven't really seen a ton about that, but I, I actually don't know. Um, I don't know. I, I, I want to say I want him back, but I, I don't think he's going to sign back. I don't think we're going to offer him what he wants and he's going to, he's going to go, uh, somewhere else. But I was looking at, uh, I was looking at like the previous like 10 Super Bowl champion teams, you know, and what they paid their running back that year that they won the Super Bowl. And it was like the highest guy was like 2 million a year. Uh I can't even remember who it was. So pretty much like running backs are not necessarily you don't need to pay them a lot because they get that's hurt, good, they get injured, you right? That's it's it's money. not worth the money to to spend where you could sprinkle that somewhere else. So maybe maybe that's the approach they'll take.
1: Okay, um, I, I guess that's pretty solid on the Bears. I think we should congratulate our uh, some of our former teammates. We had a good Chiefs coalition going there for a little bit between wow. uh, Clayton Custer. Ben Richardson, Jake Boffin, and, uh, Cooper Capis. I mean. Oh yeah. Coop. Coop was a huge, uh, chief. <laughs> yeah. yeah, no, he shouldn't. He was really he shouldn't that. All right. All right. He would come out for it, but yeah, the playoffs, he's a playoff guy, but yeah, no, it's, I guess it's a good, rap. <laughs> good rap on the NFL season. Obviously things will we'll still maintain, uh, or still have some entertainment for the Bears going forward. So that'll be good for us. Um, and we'll stay in, in tune with that. So let's, uh, we'll put in. I guess we'll put in the blurs right here. Um, just throw them in. This yes. is our last last moment for the Dayton game. So, all right. Blurs. Okay, Crut. It's 9.05 Eastern time. I mean what is it in Tokyo? Eleven oh five AM eleven oh five AM crut got up this morning, watched his first Loyal Ramblers game uh, from Japan and not the type of performance you wanted to see. What are what are some thoughts from you,
0: Um well first I thought the the crowd was great think we can both agree on that i think we we had a lot of fans in the stands which was great to see mm-hmm. um we just we weren't very consistent this game not very consistent uh on the defensive side of the ball uh, a couple gave up a couple easy back cut layups a couple times where we just lost our man um you know dayton goes inside a lot we we Threw a double team, Adam. I, I thought our ball screen defense was was actually pretty okay. Mm-hmm. You know, I didn't think they killed us in the ball screens. Uh, they had a couple rolls that I saw, um, but really out of the post is where they really did a lot of a lot of their damage. Um, you know, we were doubling a couple times. A couple times we forgot to double team. And he, he made it. Uh, I think it was Holmes made a couple, he, yeah. made a fadeaway. Made got to the rim once or twice. Um, but when we did double, we we were giving up a lot, a lot on the so, backside. We gave up yeah, a lot on the backside. I've
1: mentioned this, and it's this like the main thing I, I wrote down. I mean, uh, it's been a theme during the season. But you know, when you play two bigs like that, which obviously they're they're both pretty impressive. Just their versatility and toughness, and like they're they're pretty old fashioned inside. I mean, they're, they're yeah, really they were really
0: like a kind of traditional like two big type. I mean, yeah. none of those, those both. But uh, I mean, Holmes they can is still shoot. a shooter.
1: Yeah, I mean, they shoot the fadeaway. They can both get on the perimeter though and make plays. Um, That's true. Yeah, which but is, Holmes
0: isn't isn't a isn't a three point shooter yeah. really. Yeah, and not honestly not even. I I saw him have a wide open mid range a couple times, and instead decided to dribble it get to get to his spin. He yeah. likes that fadeaway better than than mm-hmm. like just a catch and shoot.
1: Yeah, definitely. Um, so something on on the post doubles. I guess where to start is I just think they're so loose compared to what they have been in the past. Like we said on here, it's been a weapon for us in the past. Um, being so disciplined and, like, just concentrated on the importance of of that play. Like, if you're doubling, you're leaving the rest of the floor, like, at a disadvantage. And if you make it easy to get out of that, then oh, you're at a disadvantage. So, I thought a lot of the things that went wrong were... Coming out of that, that post, they made clean passes, both going topside and baseline. Um, yeah. And then the the scramble out of those um, yeah, is always, it's always tough. But it's, yeah. it's a whole lot tougher when it's a clean pass. So, I mean, I think you got to think about the, the point of resistance there. I'm surprised. It says they only had seven offensive rebounds. Feels like they had more.
0: I feel like they all came in the second half.
1: Okay. Um. Some some of that is. Uh, when you do that, you get some guards down low, and you know how Porter would love to say, like, that's that's what toughness is. Is a yeah guard on big sure. box out, and yeah, just that, that that was definitely a frustrating part of it. And then you texted me during the game too. Um, you know, obviously they had some doubles. Um, or some coverages that they expected to double. They they miscommunicated and got some easy layups um part of that is their positioning the fact that they get the ball so close to the basket you're not gonna double you know when they're inside the block or on the block really yeah um, I
0: mean if you look at Holmes I mean eight for ten from the field you know 80 percent 20 points double double ten boards um you're not gonna he's a good player you know you're not gonna name be able to hold him scoreless but uh, you know had to do a little bit better job on him. And like you said, deep catches. I feel like they got a couple, you know, deep catches on us. Um, They kept running, at least in the first half, they were running like that old, you know, cut the guy and then turn and seal post. And I feel like we got beat on that maybe two or three times. Mm -hmm. Yeah, we just didn't execute on defense. That is
1: something you cannot rely on athleticism or strength. Like you, you have to, yeah, angles and, and anticipation of, of what's coming. Speaking of that, uh, I don't know if you heard on the broadcast, they mentioned about having a bad walkthrough. Um,
0: yes, yes, I saw that, you know, I know
1: I, I would have less of a reaction to that. I mean, think about like, if most outsiders came to one of our walkthroughs. I mean, it's like, it's like a test, really, right? Yeah, I mean, right. We're, Coach Moser would always say, like, it's like it's an extra practice. Like, it's this is not like we're getting shots up or talking about what play we're gonna run. Like, it's it's a test of all the stuff we've put in during the week, and if you don't know, you're gonna, they're gonna let you know. So, um, I I would imagine the most outsiders like a Loyola walkthrough is a little different than. Uh, what you see on a, on a daily basis in college. So what, what, what do you think make of that statement? They, they said,
0: yeah, I mean, I, I don't know. I wasn't, obviously we weren't there. Um, but you know, maybe it was, they didn't know uh, a couple coverages, um, or, you know, we, we forgot a. I I mean, I think our execution w- was, was just okay out of a timeout. We came out and we had guys in the wrong spot on a, on a set that we were trying to draw up that type of stuff, um, and the broadcast team even even mentioned that um, the the little mishap of a guy was in the wrong corner. But I mean, also we shot five of twenty four from three today 20 percent from the three point line, and I I think we got some decent shots. I didn't I mean I, I didn't like. All the shots. I mean, we, we in the second half we got some good open looks. Uh, just weren't weren't able to make them. But I think one of the, one of our biggest things on deep on offense, at least just from watching the game, our screening is really bad. Yeah, it's really bad. Yeah, like not even like the bigs. Like they were either going under on us, we we're letting them go under, or you know we weren't really creating an advantage in, in the screening, uh, rolling out of it. And I, I dude, I, I, heard, I used to hear it all the time from Moser about my screening, and yeah. I'm a victim of it too. Okay, I definitely slip and roll out of screens a lot. Um, mm-hmm. But you, you know that that's what made like uh, an Ahiroguak or Tate Hall. Those guys were elite screeners. Mm-hmm. always seeking out contact always you know knowing knowing the angles knowing how to how to get guys open and i just watching the game i just don't i just don't see that from some of our other guys
1: um yeah it, it's it's such a weapon to get downhill like it, yeah especially in the first half like there were a couple possessions where did we get a paint touch? And, like, if we did, like, was it really, you know, uh, much of a threat? And then we'd throw up a three. Um, something I'll also, I also, we also got mentioned. I know Drew's talked about it. I think he did in a post game press conference after Dayton last time. And then uh, this week after UMass, he mentioned uh, Sean Dwyer and Dan Dan Hipsher on our staff both worked under. Um, Gosh, Anthony Grant at at Alabama. And I think they had a huge role in getting us ready for playing at Dayton last time and definitely had some great scheme things. Obviously, we shot the ball awesome there. But, you know, tonight, what? They were like four of 18 from three, two. They they killed us. I
0: mean, they they shot 48% from the field. Uh, I'd like to know what they shot from two because
1: it. It was not a scheme game. We did not lose a scheme game, which is, can, no, yeah. I, I guess I would
0: say we lost. We lost execution wise. We didn't execute very well, yeah.
1: and physicality. Physical of UMass. Like I thought, I think they had a pretty good presence, especially in the first half against UMass. Um, I think there was definitely a bigger size disparity. Um, tonight, I mean, obviously UMass has some length, but not with the the force and intention that that some of these Dayton guys have, and it was it was impressive to watch.
0: Yeah, I, I uh, don't know what I, you know, I'm not, I don't know what the scheme was on uh, on a couple on not on Holmes. What, what was the other guy's name? Kamara. Kamara, right? Yeah. We we weren't really fronting him at all.
1: No, but like you talking like a three quarter or
0: like a white.
1: Yeah. Well, I think sometimes we we have Phil on him, right? Right? Yeah. So, like they they kind of expect that. It, I was surprised we never went Tom Tom at the fort. Maybe we did for a brief moment tonight with him and and uh Bryce, but I mean, yeah, sh- surely, like they realize what, what worked last time. And then I, I was a little surprised by that, but obviously yeah. they trust Phil, but yeah, I mean, that, that, that definitely says that that they have faith in Phil for that. But yeah, it was, that was definitely tough. And Hey, like a, a white relies on a lot of rotations, right? So you're just asking yeah. more of the, the guys from that when they're already doing uh, a lot of schemes on the other side. Oh, with yeah. Homes.
0: I know that, but like on a white, he doesn't catch the ball. Or, you know, theoretically he doesn't catch the ball. <laughs>
1: theoretically. But yeah, right, I think right. Holmes had one tonight. Holmes had a good over the top.
0: Yes, for Dunk. Yeah. Um Yeah, back to the screening. Um it's so important. It's so important um just within the offense. I mean you look at um you know screening is trying to create an advantage. Create create an advantage for for the offense so you can like you said get in the paint, find the open guy, find the shake guy. And we when you don't screen, like when we have empty possessions, you look at those possessions on the court where it's just kind of like you kind of have a bad feeling about the possession, you know when you're watching. Look at the screening. Watch the screens. See what's see what advantage is being created. And a lot of times tonight wasn't a lot of slipping out like even off the ball stuff though too like not just with the bigs like a lot of what do we used to call that uh chop like a chop action yeah, yeah. like or or uh like a scissors no call it scissors That, that like the scissors guy that screener is so important and tonight we, we were just letting them kind of go under letting them kind of dictate us
1: yeah you gotta give Dayton credit. I mean, I, you you heard him on the broadcaster top fifty in defensive efficiency, and the, I think Grant has kind of had that throughout wherever he's been. Um, but yeah, definitely, definitely want to put some more pressure on the defense, um, and definitely a wake up call going these these last couple weeks of the of the season before the uh, the eight tournament. Yep. You, you got anything else in in particular on the the game in general?
0: At eight minutes and thirty seconds in the first half, I I have a timestamp. Somebody drove baseline downhill. There was a guy in the corner, and Phil was in the opposite uh wing or forty five. He's got a cut right there. He's got a cut down the pipe. He would have had a monster dunk if he cuts.
1: The uh yeah.
0: I got to get that clip. That's not a 45, right? whatever it is. What, what yeah. he's on the wing. Baseline yeah. cut or baseline drive middle cut. It's a middle cut.
1: Yeah, middle cut.
0: But yeah. that that's they call that the 45 spot. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Some people do. He wasn't I, No, no. I, I,
1: we do, we do. I I know, I know what you're saying, but yeah. All right. Um what what do we got going forward? So Obviously, it's nice they can have a little recovery um, on this weekend before they have Fordham at home next Wednesday. And Fordham's right there at the top too, man. Um, obviously, got some some Nova, some Nova in their blood. Um, so that that'll be a, a a tough one that I'm sure. You know, I wonder where they were at in the preseason rankings. And, I think and were and picked last, yeah. And looks like they'll be good for a while too. So, no easy games left, man. Um, two home, two away, and then and then it's off to Brooklyn. So, we'll uh, we'll stay on top of it, and yeah, keep keep it going with everything. I think you got to so, play
0: slew. Got to play slew again.
1: Yeah, slew. I, I guess I'll yeah, slew. And then senior night is Rhode Island. I'm gonna make it up for that one. I'm excited. Okay. Um, and then that following Saturday, the last Saturday of the regular season is at LaSalle, which we haven't played LaSalle at all during the year and we get in we get in the last game. Um, yeah, them yeah. and Rhode Island. Last two games are teams we haven't seen before. So yeah. I guess you could say the same about Ford and fourth of the last game. I mean it's it's nuts.
0: Three out of the last four teams we play we haven't we haven't
1: seen yeah. this year. Yeah, it's, it's interesting.
0: Yeah, that that is interesting how this how the league works. How uh, you know how you don't play everybody twice. Sometimes you only play one a team once.
1: Hey, did you see that, that stat they brought up? That I think it was seven seven straight a ten tournament different champs. Yes,
0: different champion. Yes, I nice. see that. Let's,
1: let's let's make it eight, man. Let's make it eight. So. All right, we'll be we'll be back next week, hopefully, to recap Fordham, and we'll uh, go from there. All right, Kurt, three weeks since we talked about your time in uh, Japan. Uh, we texted a little bit here and there. I know you've played a familiar foe there a couple of times. I guess let's start with that before we go into the other things. Um, we mentioned, I'm, I'm sure, early on that uh, Kofi Coburn is in your league. And, uh, yeah, you matched up with him twice since we last talked, correct?
0: Yeah. Yeah, he's doing uh, – he's having a really good year right now in the league. Uh, he's averaging like 21 and 13, which is pretty good numbers. <laughs> um, yeah. You know, in the yeah. last in the last four games – the robots are three and one. All right. All right. So we're we're, we're getting there. We're getting there a little bit. Um, yeah, so we played Kyoto the first week, um, split with them at home. And then we had four home games in February, which was nice. Um, didn't have to travel because in all of January we had n- not one home game. So that was uh, – it was nice to have back-to-back home weekends. So, yeah, three and one.
1: What? What do you got? Oh, I just, I, I just didn't realize that you didn't have any home games when you first got there. Right, right. Well,
0: we had one, we had one home weekend, but it was at a different gym. It was at a different arena. Okay. So that I don't know, it was like a, a home away from home type of thing. Um, okay. So yeah, three and one. Uh last weekend we did we played Nagata. Um Kofi obviously was was one of their imports. Uh they're they're struggling this year. I think they've got five wins. They're they're uh kind of facing relegation, so they're kind of battling with that. Um, mm-hmm. the, the the bottom two teams here in Japan go down to B two, top two teams from B two go to B one. So um you know you definitely want to want to stay out of the, those that bottom two teams so those two games we needed to win and uh, we did we won both games uh, I think the first game won by like 20 something next game we won I think we won both games by 20 um, yeah. but a little bit closer games than, than like 20 point wins I mean I think the first yeah. game At 19 you know, and 22 yeah right right, right. Um, so, yeah, so it was a good weekend, and then obviously now we got a break. Um, we, we have, like, a week-long break, FIBA, FIBA uh, guys go play for the FIBA teams, you know, window, the, the FIBA window, as they call it. There's one in November, and there's one in February, so teams, you know, whether it be Japan, Philippines, Belgium, Germany, everybody goes and plays in, in qualifiers, um, so it's kind of a nice time for... Um, you know, American guys and import players uh, across the world kind of have a little bit of a break. A lot of mm-hmm. leagues take, you know, like whether it be a week off, two weeks off of, of no league games. So usually you get, you, get a, you know, three, four, five days to kind of rest and kind of reset. And, and uh, our next game is until March 8th, which is kind of a long time. But, uh, so yeah, a lot of practice, a lot of, uh, a lot of just chilling, man. A lot of just chilling, hanging out, no games. Um, so yeah. So actually, uh, what what do you got?
1: You got any plans during this time? I mean, I, I was just seeing that on schedule. I was about to ask.
0: Yeah. So actually last, uh, three days ago, me and Jess went to, uh, went to
1: Mount Fuji. Oh yeah. You told me you're going to do that. I haven't, I haven't heard about it. What's up?
0: Yeah, so we we booked uh like a 3-night stay at this type of resort place which was which was cool. It had like uh room view of Mount Fuji which was which was cool. Um had like a an onsen and it was like an onsen hotel which is like uh it's like a hot spring water bath mm-hmm. type of thing which was really cool. It's, it's pretty big here in Japan. Mm-hmm. Um so we drove we drove, uh, I think it was like three and a half hours. The toll system here in Japan is very, uh, very interesting. Very. So? Interesting. I think it was like 60 bucks to, to get there on the tolls, Ooh. which is kind of a lot. Yeah, it is. It's steep. Yeah. It's pretty yeah. steep. Um, so, yeah, like you, you go up like to get on the highway here we went like around Tokyo to get on the highway like so for me it's the i pass i don't know what it is in indiana it's also the i pass yes it's also the i pass yeah okay here it's called etc um and obviously <laughs> i don't have one okay so i i'm I'm old school i have cash or you know, coins, coins and cash all the way. Yeah. You know, like I can remember back like when I was younger before, maybe before the I-Pass or in the early days of the i the old, uh, you know, the huge like circle bucket where you just throw change in and the thing lifts up. They probably had those in Indiana too. Yeah. Yeah. Kind of what I'm dealing with now. But much much smaller. So, uh, so, like, I pull up to every, you know, every... So, the first, like, you pull up, and the first one to, like, get on, it's just, like, you take a ticket. You just take a ticket, and it opens up. And then you go, and, and then yeah. when you get off, when you get off, you insert the ticket, and it tells you how much you owe. Okay. And, like, I probably had to take three or four tickets... And then, like, a couple of them were just flat, like, this is flat fee. Just roll up, pay the fee, and move on. Yeah. So I, I probably spent, oh like, altogether probably 100 bucks or more on just tolls to get there. Hmm. Which, I mean, they're making a killing out here on tolls, man. I mean, I guess they don't want you to use drive, right? Yeah, but that's the thing. The trains, the trains are are were way more expensive than that. Like the trains oh, are pretty expensive out here. All right. So yeah, we drove. Um, what else did we do? We went to uh, we went to this like really. So we looked up kind of like the best food in this. Uh, we were staying on a lake, like a lake by Mount Fuji, and. Uh, it's like this really small place. I mean, we walked in there, dude, it was like ten it was not much bigger than like a dorm room, you know? And it was like ten, maybe not even eight people and it was full. And we got a seat and it was it was uh it was really good. It was really good. Some fried noodles, some uh teriyaki chicken, a little beef. It was it was damn good. So um, right. That was a good highlight. What else did we do? We, we like, hiked up to, like, this kind of iconic lookout over Mount Fuji with, with kind of, like, this cool shrine type of thing. Um, it had really great views. So that that was cool. Um, what else did we do? Oh, yeah. At this hotel, like, they gave – everybody got, like, these this set of, like, PJs, like, pajamas, mm-hmm. and, like – obviously mine were small very small yeah, <laughs> yeah. and then i've got a picture i'll i'll send it to you if we i don't know but um pretty My hilarious book. pretty hilarious outfit all right uh, that that i had going um there was an amusement park we were we were trying we were going to go to this amusement park's got like one of the one of the biggest drops in the world or something like that i don't know but i i was too big i was too big to ride uh <laughs> ride into the ride so
1: so, yeah, that's pretty much what we did. All right. That's a pretty solid break there you got. I know I was talking to he, a here went to uh, Berlin over this oh, break. Oh, nice. I had a good time. But, uh, yeah, we need to touch on some of the, these other guys here soon. But uh, Yeah,
0: the, FI- the FIBA break is a great time yeah. uh, to travel and, and do what you, you know, do because you get more than one day off. You get a couple mm-hmm. days. so You're able to kind of make some plans and stuff. So that's what's nice about Not playing for your national team. I mean, you know, America asked me to play, but I declined, so. (laughs) All
1: right. All right. So, hey, highlight of the episode for me now, educational, last week, (laughs) last episode. What was the word last week?
0: You tried, you were practicing offline. Let's see if you got it online in
1: in the clutch. I remember it as Arigato Gozima. But so you corrected and say gozaima kind of? Yeah, gozaima. Arigato Gozaimas. Gozaimas. Okay. Yes. Arigato Gozaimas. Last week. That means a couple of things, right? It could mean thank you. <laughs> no. Yeah, it means no? it's
0: like a nice polite way of saying thank you, thank you for your help. That type of stuff. Okay. Uh um, okay. this week there's a story behind this word. I did not know this word. One day I was in a store looking. In a store I was not familiar with. Went to a new store. Um looking for some teriyaki sauce. Mm. And I, I haven't told you the story. Nope. Um so a lot of times what I do is pull out the Google Translate picture.
1: Okay. Wait. I think you told me this offline. Now I think about it. teriyaki sauce. Did you tell Did you tell me this freaking on the podcast? I don't know. <laughs> okay, start telling it then. <laughs>
0: <laughs> um whatever it was, I'm in this store looking at you know, I'm I, I told you this offline, I think. I told you this okay. offline.
1: I think I think you're I'm right in right
0: this right. store pulling out my, my Google Translate camera, trying to look for teriyaki sauce, and there's this whole aisle of I mean a million different sauces. Mm-hmm. Pulling one out, uh, this is soy sauce. Pulling it one out, this is soy sauce. Pulling one out, this is hoisin sauce. Something, all, everything's different. None teriyaki sauce. So I had to find someone in the store, a worker. Um, but this was a local place. This was not. There was no English in this place for sure. Yeah. Um, so I had to type into my in the Google Translate. Like, excuse me. Like, where is the the teriyaki sauce? And I wasn't really confident in saying that sentence. But the first word I could get out, and it was samisen, samisen, <laughs> sumisen, one of those three, and it's excuse me. So I yeah. found a worker, samisen, and then I showed her my phone, and she she found the teriyaki sauce for me. Nice. So that's the word of the day.
1: Well, you, you said it three different ways, so what are you supposed to go with?
0: <laughs> Which one am I going with? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Sami san. Sami
1: Jess, Jess, get in here. Get Sammy-san. in here.
0: I think it's Samisen. But I could be terribly wrong
1: on that. Okay. I'm serious. Je- Jess, I want to hear your pronunciation on this. So I would say Sami San. Yes, okay. That's not you know that. That's the first way you said it, crut, and I agree with that, Jess. I think that's firm. Sami right? Sami all right. you
0: say
1: it, yeah, once it. once I once I learned that
0: word, I actually kind of picked up, and I have heard that word multiple times now w- within dialogue.
1: Okay, but you don't know how to pronounce it yet, correct?
0: Doesn't matter. I just I okay. know what it means.
1: <laughs> all right, all right. We're all learning here. We're all learning. Okay, so I guess that that's good for uh for bots now. Order of the week: Sami-san, Excuse me if you're looking for teriyaki sauce in particular um and uh yeah we'll close out the show here with uh with just you know a close after our, our our dating reaction so we'll do that now so thanks all right thanks everyone for listening um i'll just say this like as i think we are a little critical there during uh, that loyalist segment in the, in the middle, but you know, with all that, we have so much trust in that coach and staff, and and we love those guys. Um, just looking at some stuff from a, a basketball standpoint is stuff that we saw as a as a weakness during that game that hasn't necessarily been the case all year, um, and is something they're all totally capable of of working on and growing through. That definitely, you know, a lot of our teammates. Um, definitely had to deal with throughout their career as well so just just want to say that and uh we believe in them going to these these last four games of the regular season correct you got anything else
0: yeah obviously you know sitting at uh whatever it is three and three and eleven now in the a10 obviously the expectations were a little bit higher but now it's game by game, right? It's game by mm-hmm. game. Each game matters. We want to try to build some momentum going into uh, into the okay. tournament. Right. Try to rattle off a couple wins, get get some confidence going, and uh, you know, see what can happen.
1: Definitely, definitely. So, stay tuned. Uh, get out to Gentile next Wednesday, and uh, we'll see you. See you later. Go Blurs. Go Blurs.